Paper Cut Podcast strives to be evocative and inclusive. Every Monday, we cut below the surface with folks that make the Winnipeg arts and culture scene thrive. Welcome to Paper Cut Podcast. My name is Jared Gocha. I'm Olivia Michaelchuk, and we are here with Ticket Momster. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Um, I am a stay-at-home mom during the day, and at night, I'm an anonymous concert storyteller. A storyteller. Yeah. So the way you tell stories, how do you tell your stories to people? I feel like they're almost like diary writing, um, actually. I'll just, like, I'll, I'll, usually I speak a little bit about how I got to the show or experiences in my life or something or what happened during my day or whatever, and then I go to the show and I discuss how that show impacted me or, or how I felt about it or, how, or you know, what, like the things that I loved about it. And, and just, then and post them on Facebook. Yeah. In yeah. status form. Yeah. And that's the only way that you post them? Um, yeah. Actually, Facebook is, the, is the, main, the main way that I do it. I also just like copy and paste onto Twitter and, and uh, Instagram. And I'm in the process of setting up my own web page, but it's a daunting task. <laughs> it's not going very fast right now. <laughs> you were mentioning Twitter. Do you have to shorten it at all because of the... I just, I just copy the link onto Twitter. Oh, okay. I'd rather nice. not be on Twitter, but I use it a lot for like pre-sale passwords and stuff like that, where I don't want to bombard people on Facebook with passwords, so I put them on Twitter instead. Um, and so Twitter's just kind of an afterthought for me. My main focus is on Facebook. So how did you start out? What was your first concert review? Oh my gosh, that's a good question. <laughs> gosh, it was it was like almost three years ago. I can't remember the first one. And it was probably horrible because I was just kind of filling it out and, and I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, um, but the, the way that it all started out was I just, I, I lived abroad for about 10 years and I lived in an area um, where they didn't really have any live shows or any live music. They had some, um, but it just it wasn't stuff that I was interested in. And uh, so for about a decade, I lived without going to concerts and without going to shows. And then when we came back to live here, it was just like over, like I just went crazy, <laughs> oh, crazy overboard on going to shows. Um, and I'm, I, I was always a good writer. And my friends were always like, you should, you should write, you need to write, you need to write. And I just sort of married the two, and that's how it started out. So a lot of reviewers that I've seen have their own blogs. What was your choice to keep it all on Facebook? Um, I didn't know how to set up a website. And, and I'm, I mean, I'm on Facebook often anyway, so it was just a natural progression, I think. Do you think that's one of the best ways to kind of get the reviews out there because nope. everybody has a Facebook? <laughs> no, no, because you don't really have control over it. And I, you know, I've got over 2,000 people following me, but sometimes I'll put out a review and it'll indicate that 43 people have seen it. <laughs> oh. 2,000, so it's just, it's not, it's not the best way at all. It's not, um, but it's just the way that I have right now until I set up a website and work that way. So what was your choice um, to do it anonymously? Was that a conscious choice or... Um, it was, it, I had a dis, when I had the, when I came up with the, for the idea with, with this, with the, uh, the help of my friends, I just spoke to my husband about it because he knew that I, you know, obviously I was going, going, going to all these shows by myself. Um, and he was very uneasy about it and he's still uneasy about it. Um, so we just made the decision together to keep it anonymous. Plus the things that I'm writing, I don't really want people to know who I am. You know, I just... I, I would rather just keep it as, I just kind of want to be that person in the audience. And I just happen to write about the show. Like, I don't need, you know, I just, 
I like, I like I like that it's anonymous. Have you ever wanted someone to know that you were the one that wrote it? Like a certain person where you're, you meet them and you're like, oh, I wish they knew that I was the person that wrote that review. No, no, and I, and I very rarely introduce myself um, to people. I just, I, I, you know, I just, I, I like just to create this kind of these kind of things, and I, and I just want to give it, you know, put it out there and give it away. I don't need, I don't feel the need to have um, a lot of publicity about it or whatever. It's nice, I guess, and I really appreciate that you guys asked me. <laughs> That's great. You're always, Livia, you're always making me go out of my comfort zones. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, done, was it the top five shows of the year? Yeah, yeah, that was 17. Yeah, that was excellent. Yeah. That... And, you, and you were like, yeah, right. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if I can, okay, yeah, but I can probably do that. And you're like, yeah, but don't write it in first person. And I was like, but that's how I write. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it's okay. Like, as an editor, it's my job to switch it up. I yeah. can try and it like went through really great, like really great writing style. And I really like when people put their personalities into those types of work because it's fun to work around a personality. Like I don't want to take this little nugget of personality out of this article. So I try to maintain it and you did an excellent job. There's definitely personality. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. In my writing, I think I'm I'm definitely a person. (laughs) Uh, Do you uh, have a different persona when you're writing? Is that you or is that like, I'm going to do this out of my comfort zone and like be more open or is that just the way you are? No, you know, I think it, I think it is, I think it is me. Um, but it's also, it's, it's also a persona. I, I, I keep my ticket monster stuff in one box and then, and then my, you know, my life in another, another box. And sometimes those bleed into each other a little bit, but in general, they're they're pretty separate. Um, and I use you know my delete key and my backspace space, backspace key a lot because <laughs> I'll just you know start blurting out stuff, and then I'll be like, how did I get how did I get here? And that doesn't has no 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 uh, no bearing on this on this story at all. So delete 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 and all that kind of stuff. So um, it's definitely um, it's definitely part of who I am, but not totally who I am. So, uh, how many people know that you are that person? Um, all my friends and my family, and a lot of them follow uh, follow on the page. Um, some of the venue um, people know who I am. They don't necessarily know my real name, but they might know me to see me, um, which which I which I absolutely love because I mean they're helping me out with this, you know, but giving me free tickets and stuff like that. So I absolutely want to meet all the venue people in the city <laughs> uh, so I can keep doing this and keep, you know, helping them out as well by trying to get more people into the into the venues. So so you said you've been doing it for around three years now? Um, about three years, yeah. How many shows would you estimate, like in the ballpark? I think, I'm not sure about how many shows, um, but I think I've written, I'm probably over 300, I've probably reviewed over 300 bands now. Really? Not all local, obviously, just like, you know, national, international. Interesting. So so my math isn't, we're not a math podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So do you try and do one a week? Is that? No, no, it's not. It it doesn't work like that. And and it's hard to work like that because it feels like with concerts, uh, when it rains, it pours. I could probably go out and watch a concert every week, but I also have a life and I'm a mother and I, you know, I have other responsibilities and so I can't do every week, but there are some weeks when, when I can do a bit more and then, you know, some months are really quite dry and that's when I get most of my other stuff done. (laughs) So yeah, it just, it's, it comes and goes, ebbs and flows. So what's the process of getting 
like a, a free ticket to a show or how did you get to the point where you're getting free tickets to shows and are you planning on trying to get tickets to those sh- more like um difficult shows to get tickets to do you know what i mean yep um initially it started out with venue people contacting me because they mm-hmm. had read the they had read the you know the blog and they liked what i was doing um, and there was, you know, the greatest compliment that I, that I have is, is when someone will, you know, email me or put in a comment that they went to the show because I recommended it and they saw it last year. They saw my, my, you know, my story last year. And so they went because I said it was good. And that just, that always blows me away. So I think people were starting to see some of that stuff. Um, and maybe, um, they started contact, contacting me because of that. Um, and then other other people I contacted myself, and they and more often than not, whenever I contacted them, they they already knew who I was. So oh, cool. and they were like almost waiting for me to contact them. So that was really cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Are do your kids know about this? Is this something that you're gonna tell them when they're teenagers? Uh, <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah, I'm this cool is mom. yeah, this is what I did. Um, she already knows about it. Um, whenever um, there's uh, something in school it's like tell tell us about your mommy she's and or, or what your what your mommy likes she always says she likes to go to concerts so she's well aware of what i do that's awesome she wished me luck today too because she knows that i'm not a speaker and this stuff makes me nervous and so uh she's like good luck mommy you you're gonna do really well i said thank you so much. <laughs> it seems like all of these things that you say make you nervous you're just so good at it. you're the, yeah. a great speaker great writer and not first person great writer and first person <laughs> doing thanks well. i just I, I i the only thing that i really really am confident about is the writing i just i, I feel like i'm really really good at that and i and I, and I love sharing it with people. Where did that stem from, your writing I've skills? always, always written. Always, always. Just like diaries, whatever. I, I've always written. Just like university writing is different than, than regular writing. But And then when we moved away, I'd write, you know, emails to family and friends because they weren't close to where we were. And so just tons and tons of writing just over my life. Mm-hmm. So storytelling, I guess, mostly in those emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly storytelling. And when you uh, when you started writing the concert, um, how has your style evolved from your first few to now in your storytelling about concerts? Um, that's a good question. How has it evolved? It might not. Have. It might be the exact no, same, think, and that's your style. Uh, no, I think um, <clears throat> I think it's become a bit more fluid. Um, in some respects, it's become a bit longer. I think because I I. Like I, I want to, I want to explain things, and I want people to understand where I'm coming from. Um, and sometimes when I go to shows, there are really long backstories to how I got to, how I got there, or how I'm going to experience this show because of these, these experiences that I've had previously, or whatever. So sometimes that that takes a lot of time to explain before you can understand how I experienced the show and, and what I thought of it. Mm-hmm. So are you writing a little bit? beforehand before the show how you got there or do you save it all for after no usually i have like a when i decide to go to a show usually i have an idea in my head of how it's gonna start um or like how the story is gonna start and then once i get there usually you know either i'm right or then there's been times when i've been really not right at all which which it which ends up being how the story is going to start (laughs) (laughs) so it's it uh it's all it all depends on the show but sometimes you know you just i have a i have an idea even though i don't really do any research about bands that i haven't seen before just because i love that that uh 
that 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 feeling of discovery and, and and just walking in somewhere and just not knowing what to expect and then just being blown away by whatever you see that's like that's like my main goal for a lot of shows is just to be swept off my feet what's the band that has done that for you locally um, locally the most recent one i think was moontan where i was like i have to put my notebook away because i can't <laughs> i can't write i just want i just want to keep watching this and listening to it i thought they were fantastic mm-hmm. yeah. so you have your notebook out writing at yeah, the shows all the time yeah my, my memory is really awful so i i want to make sure that i can get these get these thoughts down because if i don't write them down i'll forget and then the story will be like three sentences. (laughs) So you write a lot of local, like different genres. What's your favorite kind of genre or favorite bands? I really love, I think it depends, I think it depends on, on the mood that I'm in. I really love jazz. Um, and, um, I have to, (laughs) I have to think about, about how, how I, how I phrase this kind of stuff. Uh, I think I think jazz is absolutely fantastic, and those and those review those shows. Uh, sorry, the stories that I write about jazz are always my most favorite ones because they're so like emotionally and emotional and inspired and all that kind of stuff. Um, but in general, those shows are not the ones that get the most likes on my page. <laughs> mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I think I lose one follower every time I post something <laughs> jazz related. <laughs> and that's a fact. I can I can if I, if I had bet people money on that, I would have I would have been going to all these shows for free because there'd just be so much money rolling in. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it just it, it's not a it's not the most popular genre. Um, but sometimes jazz kind of overwhelms my brain if I get too much of it and then I just need something to like rock out to and then I like I like rock shows and, and, and indie shows too are good are good too for mm. that kind of stuff as well what's the show you've got the most interaction from <laughs> <laughs> um the most interaction from um there was one recently um but I'm trying to think of uh, other ones that were I feel like I get the most interaction in general from the ones that are the most popular, like the one like the MTS shows or the or the Burt shows, the bigger venues where more people have gone, and so they can come to the page and comment on, uh, yeah, that you know that's how I felt about it, or 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 I saw this a bit differently or whatever. So, yeah, the, they're they're usually the bit the bit the the bigger shows. And are the interactions usually positive? Is there yes. a mixed bag of? Usually they're positive. That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Do you think that your writing style, the storytelling, helps with having those positive interactions if it wasn't in first person and wasn't like a diary entry that perhaps people might have a little bit more of a harsher um, criticism of what you're saying? I suppose so. I think that, you know, if, if people are going to have harsh criticisms about things that they that they don't agree with anyway, um, um I don't know if it really really matters, but I'm sure I'm sure that it helps because I'm not I'm not saying any of this thing, and I'm not saying that any of the things that I write are fact. Like I'm not never saying this is how it was because I've gone to shows with my husband and he's been like that was crappy and I'd be like that was awesome. <laughs> so it's like totally you know it, it depends on 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 who you are and your experiences and your and and all those type of things. It's it, the things that I write are my experiences from being a woman, uh, all the experiences I've had in the past and the experiences I'm going to have in the future. And, you know, they're all, it's all, it's all just, it's, it's, it's me. And, and, and people may not have the same opinion on things. That's totally fine. It's, it's the way the world works. So do you go to shows with your husband often? Nope. No? No. It's usually you solo or do you go with 
friends? Uh, friends once in a while, but mostly me. I, mm-hmm. I prefer to go alone because I, um, I don't like to be dis- distracted too much, and I and I and I, and I don't want to be, um, I don't want to be like, are you having a good time? <laughs> yeah. Like I just I just want to get the, go there, ex- like just have the, have it totally like overwhelm me and. And, and inspire me and everything, write all my notes and then get the heck out of there and go home and, and, and sleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then get up in the morning and start writing. So. so you sleep on the concert before you write about it? Um, be- for the past two years, I haven't. Uh, uh, but I found that my sleep has been really affected by it because I'm up writing at like three in the morning and then I have to get up at 7.30 with my daughter and that just really uh, screws up with your system. So now I'll come home and then and, and I want to write right away because I'm so inspired and it's really hard to not do that. But I just, you know, lie down, start relaxing, go to sleep. You can wait till the morning and then start it in the morning. Has there ever been a time where you're like, the sentence, I need to write it down right now. Yeah. I, like your mind is yeah. just racing before bed and it's yeah. like, no, no, I, I got to get up and do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. No. Sometimes I have to write the introduction first. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, sometimes I sometimes I write like I'll write the introduction and then I'll write the ending as well. Because I, I like I like stories that have endings or, or, or end, end pieces. So sometimes I write the, the beginning and the ending and I can always fill in the middle the next day and then filling in the middle is is the easy part it's how to start the story and how to end the story that's I find the hardest and does that change sometimes throughout the like you write the starting and the ending and then write your middle and then have to rejig it or is it you stick to those two oh, pillars um I usually stick to those two but I'm always rejigging like I, like uh, you know the the hardest part is is getting it down there <clears throat> excuse me for me and then it's um um and then it's just constant reading and rewriting and reading and rewriting so do you ever hit publish and then oh no i wanted to change this but you don't want to have that edit history i know i've done that too where you want to change a status um yep i just change it it. (laughs) nice yeah Yeah. (laughs) uh so you're you have a daughter Mm-hmm. And will you be going to shows with her, do you think, in the future? Or is it going to be still you solo and, like, sh- she'll do her own thing? I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen in the future? Right. I mean, I don't know how long I'm going to do this for or, um, or, or you know, what she would be interested in right now. She's very sports-minded, like her dad. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they're, they're more interested in, in doing sporty things as opposed to musical things. I have gone to things with her in the past, but it's really hard to write um, a story about it because she's very distracting because she's six. <laughs> right. So it's just like, you know, I have to, I have to, it's got to be a family thing in order for me to do that, I think. Mm-hmm. My next question was going to be um, do you have a game plan for Ticket Monster over the next year, two years, how you want to grow it? I know you were mentioning a web page. Yeah, um, the web page, other than that, I have, I don't really have, I mean, whatever else Olivia wants me to do. <laughs> <laughs> push me out of my comfort zone. I'll just keep on tossing jobs <laughs> your way. We'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> She'll take care of my growth. Everything will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia is the plan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what are your some of your tips for someone that wants to start writing? Oh my goodness. Uh, writing specifically like what I'm like what I'm doing? Yeah. Like concerts, concert reviews. Or... Uh, go to as many as you can. Um, and preferably the ones that are free because it's, it can be a very expensive um, route to take, um, especially when you're just starting because no, not a lot of people will know about you. Or And I just think that uh, the free ones would be easier. <laughs> 
than spending uh, you know chunks and chunks of money on something and just to write as much as possible and make sure that it, it is it is it is first person and that it is your experience don't try and school other people in in things <clears throat> there are times when I'll I feel like I'm a, I'm a bit I've become a bit of a professional audience member and when I see things on on stage now because I've seen so many stages <clears throat> and people on, on stages that I feel like I can offer some advice and so I'm I, I have started to do that, um, but um, if you're just starting out, I don't know if I would if I would do that. <laughs> yeah, there it's. I really like your style. Um, there was a there is a workshop that I went to once about writing about shows, and someone one of the first things they said is like nobody cares what you have to say because you mean nothing to them. So you just need to tell the story, just like. Don't say, I think the show is good. Say the show is good because nobody cares what you think. Mm-hmm. But I love the style and the way that you do it is so wonderful. And I think that maybe some of those first-person experiences should be in some of the more uh, journalistic writing. I yeah, think, I those think are it great. just makes it more interesting. Like It brings a personal element to it. It's not so robotic and... You know, you're, you're going to get drawn into that person. Uh, and I think that's always the more interesting type, way to write, personally. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about the relationship between someone being drawn to you as a person, yet they don't know who you are? Um, do you know what I mean? Like, they can, there's no face to that personality. Right. I don't know. I just think, <laughs> I was just thinking it's something interesting, like... If I felt like I knew you, though I've never met you before, right. from all of our interactions before. Yeah. Do you, do you think that that's a an like a an interesting relationship? Um, it's I think the 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 level of mystique is definitely something that is working in my favor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's a that's a good thing, and I'm totally comfortable with with that. Um, but you know, again, it's not not completely who I am. So it's just a small little part. <laughs> Has someone come up to you before that you didn't think that they would know who you are and say, like, oh, hi, like, I know that you are this person? No, never. I think so far it's been a pretty well-kept secret. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> I did have, I went to the Garrick um, yeah, yesterday, the day before yesterday, uh, for the for uh, the Royal Wood show, and when I had never met Sam Smith there, and uh, I went to get my will call ticket, and and the woman said, "Oh, hold on, Sam wants to meet you." Oh, <laughs> oh, like, wow. oh good, okay, <laughs> all right, that's fine. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> so yeah, it was really super flattering, and uh, and 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 you know the fact that he liked my stuff and wanted to meet me was great. It was really I like that. Nice. Are there any venues you haven't been to for a show yet that you'd like to go this year? I haven't been to the Cavern yet. Oh. Um, I don't go to Times Changed enough. I really want to check out more stuff there. Um, I haven't been to the King's Head, King's Head pub yet, really, and I'd like to see that. Yeah, there's a number of different ones. Cool. Is there any one at the very top that you prioritize over over anything else? Or is it just the bands? It's the bands. It's the yeah, bands. it's where the bands are is where I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if somebody wanted you to write a review about them, here's an interesting question. If somebody gave you a ticket to write a review about them and you didn't like the show, how would you navigate that? I think that I mean that I'm, I, there's been times where I've gone to shows and I was just like meh, <laughs> um, and uh, in in that in that during those times I always try and think okay now you know this this wasn't for you so what were the good parts that you liked about it 
and and just concentrate mostly on that kind of stuff and if there was anything that I could that I could give to the person um, in terms of advice or whatever or any of that kind of stuff you know you know I'll do it and I think I think in terms of of the venues when they're giving me giving me tickets and stuff like that I think they know that I may not like the show and that's just part of part of the part of the interaction there I'm going to see the show I may like absolutely love the show and it may end up in my top five and I also you know may not it's just one of those things mm-hmm. has um I know personally that sometimes um personal feelings get involved in writing it's really hard to like leave those out mm-hmm. so like if someone doesn't know who you say the band doesn't know who you are and like bumps into you as a jerk and then you're just like wow I really want to just be honest with my review has anything like that happened before where you've had to wrangle your emotions to just I'm just gonna write it the way I saw it not yet um I mean I mean I hope not it really (laughs) happens not yet I I really like I mean I, I as a woman um the some 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 of the the um, bands in the rock genre make me uncomfortable, and I'll say stuff like that. Like I, I didn't go to the Red Hot Chili Pepper show. When when was that one? The last one, um, just because I just didn't feel comfortable as a woman doing that. And I'll tell people that, and I'll say that, and and um, it's just you know part of who Ticket Monster is. Mm-hmm. She's got a uh, an an eye for for things, and some some of the rock genre has a has a has a stinky a stinky underbelly (laughs) right yeah so I just want to make sure that that I'm being true to myself I always want to be honest and I always want to be um I want I want to be honest and and fair basically when you're honest about these things does it open up um a kind of good dialogue about that you know about women you know not you know like um Sorry, I'm trying to phrase this properly. Um, it a does, healthy dialogue about the like problems that women may face that your fans may not know about that are not women. Yes. Um, Thank you. <clears throat> uh, if they didn't know about it, I'd hope that they would that it would open their eyes to it. Um, I don't know. I can't. I don't. I don't know if we've had a lot of dialogue about that kind of stuff. It's mostly just you know people people liking it and just yeah not I don't remember recall a lot of dialogue about it have you considered branching into other types of writing like album reviews or festival reviews I'm sure a festival review would be so overwhelming for you yeah I have done fest I mean I did I did uh, the folk folk fest I did that uh that was last year that was the very um first time I'd ever been to folk fest so that was a fun (laughs) review cool Uh, but it took a long time because it's like band after band after band and you know, just seeing two bands takes me like four hours to do a review, uh, you know a story. So um, so festivals are a lot of work. And then previous to that, I mean, I've I've done a lot of jazz fest. Um, every year I look forward to jazz fest, and so every year I'm you know writing, and the next day writing, and the next day writing. So it's just like it's a lot of it's a lot of work. So since we cut deep on paper cut, what do you think about the condition of jazz fest and? some of the headliners, all of the headliners, not being jazz musicians. <laughs> oh yeah, majority, <laughs> as a jazz fan. <laughs> well, as I mentioned before, um, uh, jazz stories don't do as well as other genres on my page. So I feel really, I feel like I feel for the people that, that are, are running Jazz Fest and how, you know, I'm not working with people who are paying me money. 
I'm not working. I don't have to. I don't have to have to um, answer to anybody. And so um, when you get money in in uh, in the picture and and you know the pressure of of having to having to make money and having to have make something make something successful, um, I think is great. Is it is is a is a really stress-inducing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just like I if you have to branch out to keep the jazz component then do so because I would hate to live in a city that had no jazz that would just really bum me out <laughs> right I think it's just such an important genre of music and I would and I just don't want to be without it so if you have to you know incorporate other things into it to keep it you know keep the jazz here then so be it who are some of your local favorites jazz musicians um, right now I'm thinking about Keith Price because he had a show yesterday and I really, really wanted to see it. I was there. Were you there? Was it, it was good? great. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I wanted to see that so badly and uh, I had a scheduling conflict and I couldn't make it and I was just, oh, that I was upset that whole day. <laughs> they did a lot of like fun covers. It was a, oh, it was a very nice. fun show. Yeah. Cool, yeah. I like, I like the way he plays. I like his, I like the way he, um, he has a lot of space in the way that he plays and I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on, even over three years, how the music scene in Winnipeg is growing? Or changing. Changing. Altering. Uh, <laughs> Where's the thesaurus? Yeah. <laughs> Need more adjectives. I don't know. That's a good question. I haven't, I don't know if I've even really noticed because I'm so new to all of it that I don't really have any like solid base of it. And I just keep, you know, lear- learning and, and growing with it. So you know, where I started out was not, was not, was not, was not the base of, of the music industry in, Win- in Winnipeg. So I don't know. Can't answer that one. Sorry. Okay. Do you ever feel, um, like the age gap when you go to shows, like, oh my gosh, these kids are kids. Like, yep. <laughs> every time? Yeah. No, not every time. Cause sometimes I'm the youngest one there. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm 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 not I'm not young, but I'm not uh, I'm not seventy, <laughs> so so uh, there, I go to a lot of shows where I'm where I'm the youngest or one of the younger people there, and I go to a lot of shows where I'm the oldest person there. Um, it always you know it always makes me laugh whenever I I'm on Facebook or wherever, and and, it, and a story will pop up and it'll be like, "Are you too old to go to festivals?" And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> "Come like who is too old to go to a festival?" <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just think they're just silly questions, and it's, you know, and it, and it, and it, and it does, it does bother me a tiny bit when I am the oldest person there, but I have no reason not to be there, and 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 there's no, you know, no good reason for other people who are my age not to be there either. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. The reason I ask that question is because I often feel like I'm too old to be at a show, and I'm just like, well. There's a lot of kids here, and they're like dressed really cool, and like I feel self-conscious. I didn't dress cool, you know. Man, so you like, don't think you're ever too old to go to a show. I mean, you may be the oldest person there, but it doesn't mean you're too old to be there. It just means you're the older person there. Big deal. Yeah. <laughs> That's sage advice. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have any more questions? I think I've answered or asked all of the questions that uh, that I want to. I we want to say thank you, Take a Momster, for coming on. Absolutely, Absolutely. this was much less uh, painful than an actual paper cut. So thank you. For exactly. That. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, we try. We post them on Mondays, which is a, a painful paper cut yeah. of a day. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's more of a metaphorical <laughs> hurt than an actual one. <laughs> we're trying to make it as easy as possible. Yeah, yeah we're the Band-Aid for yeah. the Monday. There we go. <laughs> That's a good slogan. Yeah. Uh, anyways, thank, thank you for... Cutting, Cutting deep, deep with, with us on Paper Cut, Cut Podcast. Thank you. Wait, you we should ask what your favorite local bands are. Oh yes, uh, top five. Top five local bands. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> like you, you need to you need to warn me in advance for that one. Top three. Top ten. You know what I just I saw also uh, this year. I saw Begonia. I, I mean, I've seen mm. her before, but I saw her for the first uh, time like by herself opening for Serena Ryder at the Burt and I just oh my gosh she was just so good I mm-hmm. just I loved 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 her <laughs> I thought she was fantastic last year I really enjoyed uh, uh, the first show that I saw uh, by local band Miss on scene too I thought they were fantastic and I'm anxious to see them again um, I mentioned Moon Tan already um, I'm gonna miss out people. I know it for sure. <laughs> You've mentioned a bunch of it. You've also mentioned Keith Price. Keith already. Price. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but I'm sure I'll, I'll get, I'll get home and I'll be like, oh, that man, that man, that man. You didn't bring your notepad. Why didn't I say that? Yeah. Yeah, that's because there's too many good ones. Yeah. <laughs> I would have had a really stellar list. <laughs> well, Jody actually did our first. She was our first podcast, the drummer of Mise en Scene. So. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. I read, sorry, I heard that one. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay, yeah. so that was all the questions. Yes, that is all the questions. Okay. So Wait, what's your you. favorite review that you've done? <laughs> <laughs> these are the questions that should have been at like, the yeah, beginning. Yeah, these should have been at the beginning, but now yeah. that like we, we cut deep right yeah. at the beginning, we're so used to it. What are we, 18th episode now? 17? 17 or 18, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. We got um, to the cutting deep right away, and now we got to do, you know, services yeah. at the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The ones that I like the most are the ones that are really emotional. Uh, so when my when my father passed away in 2016, it was very sudden, and I used uh, concerts a lot to get through that experience. And so my favorite ones are the ones that I wrote when I was totally raw and just destroyed. Those were the, my favorite my favorite ones. Like, the, I wrote one just after he had passed about... Um, I think it was, oh, Let's see if you would warn me about this question too, I could tell you. <laughs> I could tell you it was, a, it, was a, it was some sort of gala and a Seal played it. And who else was there? Um, and there were other people and I had to dress up and my dad was very excited about me going to this thing. And then he passed and I went to it anyway and I was just emotionally destroyed. And that review or that show, that story ended up just being incredible. Like I was, at the end of it, I was like, Wow, <laughs> I cannot believe that I wrote that. Like it was just, it was my favorite. I think was that a changing moment, like in your writing style, like the writing something like raw and emotional like that. Did you try to sort of keep that emotion and openness throughout the rest of your reviews, or was um, that a particular? I think that moment? I had always written like that, so there was nothing different. It was just a really emotional raw review uh, story. So. So I'm trying to get away from saying review because I don't really consider them reviews. They're more stories. But I think that that one just in- involved a lot of emotion. Um, and those are always my favorite ones. And the one, I like the ones where I'm conflicted and then I go there and then, I'm, and then I feel a bit better about it or I leave still a tiny bit conflicted, but not so much. <laughs> what do you mean by conflicted? Like I just, like I'm not, you know, I'm not sure about something. I went, I remember I went to um, Slipknot 
Oh. And I was scared, scared, scared about Slipknot. Just ter- <laughs> and I was going going by myself, and I was I had to use all my like pump up music to get there because <laughs> I was really really afraid. And that show was crazy. It was just so insane, but like great insane. Like it was just I I, I thought that show was fantastic. And so you know I I really I had a lot of you know I was very nervous about going there and then I went and I was like what it was so good <laughs> so I like those kind of review those kind of stories as well so if somebody wants to get a hold of you for you to come to a show just through Facebook yeah through Facebook or or uh, ticketmonster at hotmail.com and they can just get a hold of you and say we want you to come to our show yeah but you know I always uh, just want to you know make it clear that it doesn't guarantee a a, a positive review <laughs> or a yeah. positive story. It's, it's how I'm going to experience it. If you want me to come and experience it, then uh, you have to be willing that you know that it's not necessarily going to be I mean, like just a stellar review. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, you've got to be able to take the criticism if, if it's yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. Well, that's okay at Ticket Monster um, on Facebook yeah. or Ticket Monster at Hotmail.com. Yeah. If you want to get a hold of Ticket Monster for your next upcoming show or venue owners, get a hold of her. It's going to be awesome. She'll do an awesome review. Though it might not be positive. It's yeah. going to be yeah. awesome. So, so play it's going to be yeah. so awesome. Yeah, exactly. There will yeah. be positive elements of it because there's no there's no music or and no and no show that's inherently crap, unless it's Guar. Other than that, there's like nothing that's, you know, I, there's nothing I can say that's going to be just, you know, horrible, horrible, horrible. So there's always something good. There's always something good. I mean, I mean, even even if even if the music is not reaching me, there'll be someone in that audience that I'll be watching. That'll be fascinating because they're just enjoying this so much. Just because it's not for me doesn't mean it's not for anyone anybody else or anybody else shouldn't see it. It's for these people here, and they're enjoying it, and I'm loving it because they're loving it. <laughs> so you say? Do you say that like I saw this person yes. enjoying it, so I enjoyed it yeah. more as I a love, result? I love I love watching people um, almost as much as the shows. Like I love watching people sing to the you know to the to the band. I love watching people you know hold each other and, and dance together. I love I love all the all the social aspects of, of a show. Yeah. So then that would I guess be the the motivation for that is like the entire concert experience not just music absolutely but yeah the whole experience yeah, the whole experience that feeling that you get when you first walk into a venue and it's all excited and that vibe kind of thing i love that and then and then you know when they play like the most popular song and everyone's all t- listening intently and i just love the whole the whole experience yeah and you don't always get that in show reviews you'll you'll get this is the set list you know this yeah. is what they did but that's an important part of the experience. It is. Yeah. yeah, it is. And and so if I'm not if I'm not feeling something, I'll I'll go to I'll go to that. I'll go to the people who are feeling it and who are enjoying it, and the and you know the people who do love it. So. And do you talk to people ever at shows? Um, n- <laughs> most of the time I'll talk to them if I know that they know the band. I'll ask them what that song was called, because <laughs> I don't always know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, the last show I went to, I had to. I had to tap the guy in front of me on the shoulder what was that song what was that song called (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I I asked for advice sometimes that shows Um, but usually I don't talk to people um, unless they you know unless they talk to me and a a lot of women will sit next to me and start talking to me because I'm there alone and and um, I don't know maybe I look friendly (laughs) so so, yeah okay that is now we're done now now we're done sorry we're keeping (laughs) you um do we do the sign off again? Yeah, sure. You okay. guys are getting real good at that. Keep doing it. Go okay. ahead. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to go fast. Okay. 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 Thank you for cutting deep with us on Paper Cut Podcast. Thank, Thank you. you. Stellar. 
Thanks for listening to the podcast. Just a reminder, you can find all of our cuts online at papercutwinnipeg.com. And iTunes and Google Play. We wouldn't mind a sponsor. Here's a cut from our interview next week with Chris Kirpin. But it was just weird that triggered me to understanding like serendipity. And then all these moments like I keep, I keep like, I don't always necessarily know what I'm going to do or where I'm going to go. But it just sort of flows and then little things will happen that, you know, I'll have capabilities to shoot something or film something.